Hello, welcome to Workplace Wake Up. I'm Jen Shaw. Every week, I spend about 15 minutes covering legal developments, introducing you to interesting guests, and providing some entertainment to start your workday. Okay, I know this news is going to sound a little old at this point, but I got to tell you, Don Lemons on CNN, some of you are going to remember what he did about a month ago, made some comments about women over 30 being past their prime, talking about Nikki Haley's run for 2024 presidential election. Obviously, she's going to be seeking the Republican nomination. There was an uproar about Don's comments. In fact, some of the things I read indicated that he may be on his last leg at CNN. But it got me thinking, what is going on? We're in 2023. Why are these comments still being made? So I started doing a little digging, everyone, and you would not believe what is still going on out there, not only in the workplace, but also on social media, during Zoom calls, during team meetings. And it's something I predicted, and I wasn't the only one, by the way, when COVID happened and a lot of us started teleworking. Some of you know I I am not a good teleworker. I did not want to work at home. I love being in my office. And I came to work every day during the pandemic. Sometimes I was alone. Mostly I was with Ronnie, our fearless leader and firm administrator, um, and Patty, one of the best executive assistants you could ever ask for. We were in here for weeks on end by ourselves, and I loved it. It was fabulous. But here's what we started noticing. We got calls from clients saying people are misbehaving on Zoom. People are misbehaving on Teams. And I knew it because I was seeing it myself. I would be on a Zoom meeting and somebody would be talking to someone else without realizing that their microphone wasn't muted. Um, I had somebody whose husband got out of the shower while she was on a Zoom meeting and he walked by the camera and we all got a nice show. There was a number of incidents like that that happened. So I started looking and I thought, all right, what's going on? Are people actually still misbehaving on Zoom? Are things still happening that shouldn't be happening? Or have people kind of figured out what's going on? Okay, you wouldn't believe what I've learned, all right? And these are really, I think, examples of how we sort of forget where we are when we're online. So whether it's a Facebook post or we're on Instagram or we're at, we're on a Zoom meeting or on a Teams meeting, whatever it may be, sometimes we just forget, okay, we really are at work. It doesn't feel like we're at work, especially if we're at home, right? Especially if we're at home, we're in our PJs, we're drinking our coffee, there's an important meeting, but we forget that we're at work and all of the work rules apply, right? Respect, professionalism, showing our coworkers and our clients and our vendors that we can behave in a G-rated way. And I know what some of you are thinking right now, G-rated, that is so old, that is crazy. We're all grown ups. people just need to learn to put up with things. No, actually, no. When you talk about equal employment opportunity, we are talking about giving people, every person, the ability to come to work and do their job and not be distracted by inappropriate comments, inappropriate touching, 
inappropriate cultures, all right? So what is going on out there? Well, let's talk about that. We have so many examples, thousands of examples of people commenting on women at work. So, for example, one of our clients reported, I have frizzy hair and it, it's sort of, you know, tussled, if you will. And I, I get comments at least once a week on my hair, what my hair looks like. Why is it so unkempt? One of her coworkers actually said, oh, it looks like you have after sex hair. Said this during a work Zoom meeting. It, it's just craziness. There are people who comment, oh, look how pretty you are. You put on makeup today. Or on the opposite side, my gosh, what happened to you? You look like a clown. What's all that blush? And by the way, these are not always men making the comments. These are sometimes women making these comments, right? So you start thinking about, okay, what is going on? We've been doing training on equal employment opportunity here in California, at least mandated training since 2005. I've been doing the training since 1997 when I started practicing employment law way before the legislature mandated it. Is it effective? Is it working? Well, our clients say it works. Our clients say the number of complaints initially goes up, which is good because that means we're sort of fleshing out what's happening. And then there's a huge decline and the culture improves and people start understanding what's expected of them. I honestly think COVID threw a wrench in things and this telework culture that we have is a challenge and it is very difficult for some of us to really accept the fact that even though we are at home and we may have inside thoughts, as I tell my daughter, that doesn't mean we should verbalize those thoughts. So I've done investigations where people have commented about the color of someone's skin, again, about what they're wearing, um, how they're dressing, their speech pattern, their accent. It's sort of like our ability to control ourselves is gone. We just say whatever comes to mind. And of course, when we have children and they're two years old and they say whatever comes to mind, we think that's cute, we think that's funny. But when we're in a work environment and we're paying people to do a job and we have an obligation as an employer to create a respectful, appropriate work environment, we've got real problems when this is happening. So what do we do? How, how do we stop this issue? I think the first thing that we have to be willing to do is speak up in the moment. We have to be an upstander. We have to be willing to say, excuse me, what did you just say? Matilda, what did you just say, John? What? We have to be willing to speak up. And obviously for many reasons, sometimes it's culture, sometimes it's past experience, some people won't be comfortable. So those of us who are, we have a double responsibility here. We've got to look out for other people in the workplace. We've got to be open to speaking up and speaking out. As leaders, we've got to be willing to hold people accountable. Don't ever say, well, I guess it is what it is, or, well, you know, it's a lot more casual now that we're teleworking, or, well, remote work doesn't bring out the best in people. We have a much more 
significant responsibility as leaders than everyone else in the organization. Embrace it. Don't go to it kicking and fighting and screaming and complaining. You know what you need to do. Just do it. Hold people accountable. I don't care if it's your biggest client, your most important vendor, your most productive employee. Do the right thing every single time. The reason I found thousands of examples of women particularly being subjected to inappropriate comments, but it's not just women, on these Zoom meetings and in these team meetings is because we're not doing anything about it. We've sort of been asleep at the wheel during COVID. We've been so overwhelmed, rightfully so. I mean, millions of people have died. We're, We're having to deal with so many different workplace rules and workplace regulations, and we're trying to keep up with everything. It's darn near impossible. I get it. But you can't let the most central part of workplace law get kicked to the curb. We have to create a positive, appropriate environment. Does that mean everybody gets their own way? No. Does that mean you can't hold people accountable? Of course not. They're not doing the job. Kick them to the curb. That's fine. If they're quietly quitting and not doing what you need them to be doing and taking the lazy, easy way out, get rid of them. You'll find somebody better. But what you owe every single employee in your workplace is the ability for them to come to work and get their job done without being subjected to this kind of conduct. And the only way to fix it is to be proactive and to be reactive when you need to be and not worry about being politically correct and not worry about where you fall politically on the spectrum. It's not about politics. I can tell you lots of stories about Democrats and Republicans I've investigated, and they've all done things that are not appropriate under EEO policies. Okay, it's not about politics. It's about doing the right thing. It's about owning it. And by the way, women don't get a pass on this. Our conduct has to be appropriate as well. And I think sometimes as leaders, we're more hesitant to hold women to these standards because we feel like, well, that's just their way of getting along, right? They're, they're trying to do what is right. They're trying to fit in. They're trying to be accepted. So if this is the way they're going to do it, okay, like let's cut them some slack. No, you cannot do that. We train thousands of employees every year. We now have an on-demand training program where employers can sign their employees up and they can take the training in the middle of the night. Training is a mainstay of our practice. We don't do training just because it's a lost leader to litigation, right? We train because we believe in it and we're passionate about it. But you know what? We've got to do better too. We do new programs every year. We update policies all the time. We make sure that we're doing what we can to connect with our audience. We have to work even harder to understand how this remote work and telework is affecting the workplace culture. And when you've got half or more of the workforce out teleworking or remote working, and you've got some people in the office, that can lead to problems too, because there often develops a strong bond with people in the office and they forget what rules apply. I find myself saying things sometimes that I shouldn't be saying. And my name's on the door, right? I know better. 
But I've worked with some of these folks for so long, they feel like family. And so sometimes my guard is down and I have to think about what I'm doing. So the bottom line is we have to recommit. We have to look at our policies. Are they understandable? Do we say what we mean? Do we enforce them? Do we talk about them? The CEO, the executive director, the director of the state agency every year should send out, at least every year, should send out a reminder about the organization's commitment to equal employment opportunity and where people can raise a complaint and what we're not going to tolerate. This doesn't happen when we're on autopilot, right? We can't solve these problems if we think they're going to solve themselves. Don Lemon, he should be ashamed of himself. It's not okay. That, that is sexism at its finest. And I don't care if you like him or you don't. I think he's entertaining. I, I watch CNN sometimes. But just think about the work environment. So not only did he say it about someone who's a public official, who, by the way, we can say anything we want about public officials, right? We get to have our own opinions. But people work with him. If you saw the reaction of his co-anchors, you know they were not too happy. And he wouldn't come to work that next Monday because CNN was trying to figure out what to do about it. So here's the deal. We all make mistakes. I'm not advocating firing Don Lemons, but here's what I want you to think about. When you talk about caring about equal employment opportunity, it can't just be when it's convenient, when it's easy. We have to take a stand. We have to be upstanders. We have to make sure that our employees know that we're actually committed to these issues. And do some people make false complaints? Of course they do. Do some people turn every situation into an EEO issue? Yeah, they do. So we'll deal with that one step at a time. But this kind of conduct, commenting about what somebody's wearing, what they look like, um, making sexual references, that is so three decades ago, right? This is 2023. We have to do better. I don't want my daughter or my nephew in a work environment like that. So we have to own it. We have to care about it. And again, it's not about your political view. It's not about being um, woke. It's not about where you come down on various social issues. It's just about what's right, that people get to go to work and do their job and get their paycheck and be treated respectfully and fairly. That's all anybody's asking for. And that's why we've got Title VII of the Civil Rights Act. That's why we've got the Fair Employment and Housing Act. That's what it's all about. But we all have to own it. My grandmother used to say, the fish rots from the head down. She was from the South, so she said it with a nice accent. But you know what? That phrase sticks with me all the time. If I don't do what's right, how can I expect anybody else to do that? Leadership has to own it. And we have to hold everyone responsible, even our favorite vendor, even our best client, and even our employee who has more sales than anyone's had in the last 10 years. We can't be distracted by those facts. We have to be able to get up in the morning and look ourselves in the mirror and know what we're doing is right. And the only way to do that is to stand up, to be an upstander, and to take action. So I want to encourage you, look around your workplace, see what needs to be fixed. Speak up when somebody makes a comment they shouldn't be making.
and think about your own contributions to your work environment. We have choices, right? We can contribute positively or negatively. It's all up to us. Go out there today. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you here next time. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to spread the word, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and or rate and review it. Of course, you can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and email us at info at Workplace Wake Up, including its guests and hosts, do not provide legal advice in this podcast. Do not act upon any of the information discussed in this podcast without consulting a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction.